listeners, yeah, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the Daily Garfield podcast that's released solely on a USB thumb drive left on top of a urinal in the Muncie, Indiana bus depot men's room. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. And my name is Jesse Cooper, and I'm here for the last time in a little bit. John? Jim Davis. Aw. Jesse. Remember to remember... Sunday, the 7th of November, 1982. Um, today we're reading the 1603rd ever Garfield strip. I was trying to rhyme something with gunpowder. Didn't work out. What happens in today's Garfield? Yeah, in today's Garfield, I don't know. There's like a dog or something. Plus, uh, looks like a series of sweater shenanigans. And uh, there's, there's a bald guy on a porch in a rocking chair at the end. That's it. Okay. That's what happens. This is a Sunday. There are uh, seven panels. The first is prelusionary and will not be discussed. The following one, two, three, four, five are regular sized. And the final seventh panel is king sized. Or double Double wide. wide. Do we call this double wide? That's double wide. I think king sized would be the entire width. Oh, okay. What is emperor-sized? I'm just, I'm just making this All up. All right, look. Okay. All of these panels, there's a John, this first one, there's a John Arbuckle, there's a Garfield. They're outdoors. John's on the pavement. Garfield's on the grass. John is wearing some very short shorts, red short shorts, and then like a... <laughs> as short as can be. Big, bulky, blue turtleneck sweater for some reason. <laughs> and running shoes, I guess, with apparently no socks. And he's saying, let's jog Garfield, panel one, name drop. It's not panel one, but whatever. And Garfield is responding, I'll sit this one out, thank you. Regular attitude. Okay. What is with John's body proportions here? Yeah, John's got some long, skinny legs. (laughs) He's showing them off. And he has, yeah, you're right. He has a very short torso. <laughs> He's all leg. He's leg up to leg, like legs up to his chest. Uh, yeah, his torso is like this tiny, tiny section of his body, mm. like near the very top. It's really weird. It's weird that it's he's... like a totally different art style than than Garfield has been. Before. That he's wearing such a bulky sweatshirt, but then short shorts is a weird combination. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Look at him in panel two. He looks even weirder. The next one. Yeah. Look at him running like off. Okay, over. next panel. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> that is so weird. What? <laughs> He's doing an air DJ thing? With... Yeah. Okay, and okay. It's... So I don't know. Um, pan- it... This panel, Imsa Bay. It's weird. Uh, uh, medial row, first panel. John is jogging off to the right. Wait, did, did Gar- we read the dialogue in the yeah, first panel? Yeah, I read it. Garfield okay. is central. Uh, on the left, there's a big scary dog. Actually, that dog is—it's just big. It's not looking unfriendly or anything. But Garfield's sticking out his tongue at it and going "puh puh 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 puh," and the dog is astonished by this disrespect. But I think the main thing is, yeah, we have to talk about how weird John Arbuckle look. He looks like his body is a sphere, and then he like he's just a circle, <laughs> and he's got these long legs coming down. Mm-hmm. And like just forearms coming off, no no upper arms, and just a head, and he looks very pleased with himself. And this is a really weird drawing of John. 
You know, it's super I com- fucked up. I complimented Jim Davis on knowing how to draw Garfield now. Like, <laughs> yeah, earlier he in the does week. not know how to draw John. You know, it's you know why? It's because he hasn't drawn him for a week. Oh, you think he's you just know? out of All practice? All week it's been Garfield and this fucking bird. You know, John Bird had a name. <laughs> had a name, Alfredo. Say his name. Say his it's, name, I mean, John. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that was his name. I feel like it was canonical. We don't even, I mean, you know, we talked a lot about the, the, the you know, Garfield's, uh, you know, normative ideas about gender. The the chick never, you know, uh, ne- never makes any implications to it, to its own gender. That's true. Or does it? I, I think Garfield referred to the chick as male, like as a son. But I think that you're correct. I think mm. the chick never. Oh, yeah. No son of mine. Alfredo never identified yeah. Uh, self-identified as male. It would mm. be interesting to delve further into that. I guess we won't get a chance. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been an interesting. You know, if he said no son of mine, and then the next trip were like, <laughs> the, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that would be dumb. Anyway, um, God, John Arbuckle looks weird in that panel. Anyway, this yep. is, uh, um, central panel, medial row, medial column. Um, it's like more like remedial column. Yeah, neutral, neutral. Um, the, the big dog is now angry, and it's showing its big old marshmallow teeth, and going "rrr," and Garfield's scared, and they're face to face. Medial mm-hmm. row, final column. Big dog is chasing <laughs> Garfield. Is saying "bark, bark, bark." Garfield has run away to the right and is now hiding. Like goes shoop up into John Arbuckle's sweater, like into the back. We see the shoop and a nice double motion line and tail sticking out. And he's inside John Arbuckle's sweater. That's that's actually kind of a fun picture. This is a pretty good panel. I, don't hate, I like I don't the hate shoop yeah. on a monopia. I like, I like the general composition. There's a nice kind of flow from the dog's uh, maw to, to, to Garfield going into the John. And yeah. John's, John's a shape. You know, last time that there was a shoot, the shapes are good. Last good time shapes. there was a shoop on a monopia, we spent like 10, 15 minutes discussing the salt and pepper song shoop. So we don't have to do that again. That's already been covered. <laughs> it's been taken care of. <laughs> Shoopa doopa doopa. Uh, not their finest song, I don't think, but it really sticks in your head. Uh, dorsal. Okay, this is just on me. Dorsal row. No, ventral row. Ventral. No, I'll do it. Thank Ventral you. row, uh, you know, the altercation continues to take place inside John's sweater. Mm-hmm. The dog has followed Garfield in there. We see a nice double motion line there. Uh, and the, the feet of the dog sticking out on the left side of John's sweater. It, it, the dog looks much smaller than it previously was. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, we got a Ralph coming from the dog, and we got a coming from presumably Garfield. Uh, John, I have a number of thoughts to discuss and about the 1988 salt and pepper song, Ralph. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just a fun joke. I don't think that's a song. <laughs> um, uh, is anyone bored by this one? <laughs> yeah, well, clearly all, right. all final, of us. Final panel, double clearly. wide, you know, a panorama shot. Uh, John running down the sidewalk, uh, got kind of a kind of a, a zigzag. Yeah, 
with double the, motion the line with, in his with a couple sweater. plumes of smoke. Oh, that's nice. Uh, John is is uh, throwing his arms up and lifting his his mouth open and a peanuts open open mouth. And uh, John saying "arg," and then we have a bark and a meow. Yeah. And then over on the right side of the panel, mm-hmm. here's the here's the real uh, joy of this strip. There's no joy in this strip. There's no joy. Here. <laughs> well, I okay. Oh well, okay. It, I'll, I'll so, curious what you'll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. There's 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 like a there's like a guy sitting in a rocking chair. Yeah. And there's uh a little bit of a there's like a looks what looks like maybe like the suggestion of a screen door behind mm-hmm. him. It's nicely rendered. And uh a a, a, a section of railing mm-hmm. like porch railing to yeah. to his uh what is his right but it's behind him from our point of view. Yeah. And nice uh, clap, I, I clap like the, the the railing is is nice. I was wondering if you were going to suggest that the uh, that column there, <laughs> that decorative column, the column is yeah. the the joy of the strip because I do appreciate it. Jim Davis could have drawn just like two parallel lines to make that column, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. you know it's got some nice curvature, some it's like a, a arts and crafts style um, woodworking mm-hmm. there. It's it's quite nice. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I would imagine that he drew this, uh, you know, on his own per- porch. So, you know, he had a good reference. Mm, it's very plausible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a balustrade. Thank you. No, I, I genuinely just meant that. I don't know. It had that weird intonation, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. I couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the bald guy is shouting, it looks like, into the house. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, Pack your bags, Reba. The neighborhood's gone strange. That's what he's saying. I think he did a great job on that voice. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure that it's uh, regionally appropriate, but I liked it anyway. (laughs) I mean, we don't know where this... We don't know what region this guy's from. Also in the 80s... uh, no, world travel is a thing. You can have an accent yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I that felt like a, a regional New Yorky accent rather than a Hoosier accent. But pack your bags, Reba. As I say, I like it. Well, well. Um, do you want to know what a, a minor annoyance I have? I'd like to hear that. So, you know how like when they have a good example is like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. And they have him like vehemently say, I was like born in America. You could just say, Hey, I lived in America for like 30 years. I've moved from Austria, you know, and blah, blah, blah. You could get rid of a lot of stuff. Like, you could have every actor just use their native accent with one line being like, Yeah, I moved here like some time ago. Like, so easily. Like, we could, yeah. we could erase all bad American <laughs> accents, like, with one sentence in a movie. I don't know. I think bad American accents are fun. Oh, well, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, I just like hearing accents. I don't want everyone trying to do a yeah. generic American accent. You know? No, I agree. I agree. Like there, like there's tons of there's a tons of people with British accents who live in L.A. right now. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they're at, maybe they're Americans. Maybe they're naturalized. They just still have their you know native accent. There's nothing. Well, they're wrong evil, with right? Isn't that what that means? half the time it does sometimes it means that they're like the uh like the like a plucky good guy yeah they might be mm. plucky john i don't know can you be plucky and evil at the same time i hadn't considered you could be plucky and evil factor. i would like I, I would 
I would say that that's what Dennis the Menace is. Plucky, plucky, li- and evil. plucky little supervillain. Hmm. Yeah. He's certainly an agent of chaos. Yeah. But... Which, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pro Dennis the Menace. Like, well, you know, Mr. Wilson sucks. Oh, fuck Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, can, I... we, can we do a Dennis the Menace podcast now? Oh, yeah. Let's okay. do this. We I'll do, I'll do a Dennis the Menace podcast with you. <laughs> Are we talking about the uh, original, the comic or like the 1950s television show? Oh, we're talking about the American comic, not the British one. Mm. Oh, right. I forgot mm. that the, there's the British one where he's like yeah, totally hard. Totally work. unrelated. Like right? the American one, he's like. Like kind of just a agent of chaos kid with a you know slingshot or whatever, and then in the British one he's like just a serial murderer or some shit. He's shed. trying he's to like, tear down society, which yeah. I'm okay with. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what has society done to stay around besides murder people itself? Mm. And to quote Hannibal, which I started watching again. <laughs> Uh, Garfield, <laughs> uh, uh, Gar, not Garfield. Oh my God! I do put that tagline. Uh, no, but uh, Dennis, Dennis the Menace uh, must enjoy killing. He does it all the time. And aren't we, aren't we created in Dennis the Menace's uh, image? It was created in Dennis the Menace's yeah. image. I mean, that is I, correct. I, yeah. Yeah. I believe we were. So yeah. I'm going to put that one down as because that's a great time. First off, by the way, watch Hannibal. It's a good show. Hannibal's excellent. I've watched it. It's a good show. There's so many yeah. quotable moments. Like uh, like one of the Mads characters. Matt Nicholson get, is a treasure. Also, I mean, just, I'm, oh, my God. Ooh, as, uh, mm, so hot. Uh, so much. <laughs> but, uh, he is also very hot. <laughs> yeah, he is very attractive. Um, I, also, I like cinematic. That. I'm not. S- sin- mm-hmm. I'm not like committing sin- to watching Hannibal. It's too scary for me. Oh, it's scary. I get, I get scared. I, I don't. My, my wife knows. Like we we disagree about shows to watch all the time because I want to get fucking spooked out. I'm al- no. I'm already scared enough all the time. I'm scared well, all the time. I do not need to be scared more by TV. Well, there's another. <laughs> there's another quote that just that stuck in my head since I watched it, which was uh, someone has cancer. And it like spread to their lungs, and the, they mm. had the most enlightened view on what cancer is. It's just like it was just a cell from my liver went up to my lungs and did what it was supposed to do, make a liver. And I'm just like, <laughs> you just just like so zen. That wow. is such a zen way to look at it. <laughs> like I don't know, that show's so good. I love it. Also, everyone <laughs> on that show is attractive. It's it's it's, it's very like, well uh, shot too. Like yeah, it's just a cinematography. The fourth season is basically just thirteen nuts. art house films. <laughs> like it's so good. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it, Chris. I I do like looking at attractive people, but I I I feel like I have so little. It's also I would also describe it as uh, psychological and taut. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I like taut things, as you know. <laughs> I feel I very sincerely um, uh, over the last ten years, but especially like maybe the last year or two, I've just felt like I have so little emotional space for uh, mm. dramas or like like shows that will um, make me feel things. Well, like I'm already but- feeling too much. <laughs> Well, the third season has a has a villain that literally made a, a child cry just so he could drink its tears. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> like it's I so can't. good. 
I and and that's not a like that's not me being down on. Oh no the show, no no like, I understand. Shows. It's just like I can't take that. Yeah, on no right one's I feel like no I'm one's too... criticizing. No, you, no Chris. one's criticizing. Whatever life decisions you oh, make, you, you know, yeah. you're welcome to criticize me. Oh, I, I just <laughs> I just want to say it's, that there is. It's a it's this is I'm I'm ex- I'm expressing a cowardly point of view right now. I just, <laughs> I just want I just want to point out that that show is the only show that I've ever seen that literally had a person maim a mother so he could get the genuine tears of the child so he could drink it. It is Yeah, that hasn't just, come up on other shows I've watched. I know, it is so good. He also he also teaches all of his pigs on his pigs farm to eat mm. humans. That's how he gets it's so good. Okay, whatever. Mm. Uh that's I my recommendation. I, I, I can't. I have bandwidth Mason Verger. That's the guy you're Yeah, talking Mason Verger. Yeah. I love but he should have been the Joker in like is, everything. He's the only person I think could play the actually play the Joker. Spoiler alert! But his death is really satisfying. It is very sad. Okay, <laughs> it's what we're we're we now everything we're, everything you're describing. Yeah, this is now is, a Hannibal podcast. Everything you're describing is quality, and in a, yeah. in a, other circumstances, I would be into it. I have just found recently, like my emotional, I I have no control. Over nope. No, I understand. My emotional, like I can watch Floor is Lava, and the the reason I can I can handle Floor is Lava is because I know it's not really lava. Like they're trying to stay out of that lava, but a lot of people I think don't even realize this. It's not actually lava; it's just like goo. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like how you know you people have you so know active imagination. Yeah. So like it's kind of fun. It's kind of exciting. And when they fall in, it's kind of funny. But they're basically no stakes. I can't yeah. do stakes right now. There's too many. There's too many fucking stakes in my real life. <laughs> Well, um, like, someone I'm being should surrounded this episode. by people who are dying. I can't. Okay, sorry. Yeah, thank you and good night. Hey, listeners, but, watch this show John and Jesse are talking about. It sounds great. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Also, also, there was a funny uh, interview with Mads Mikkelsen a little while ago where he mm-hmm. was talking Check about how he was working on some movie with uh, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer and like forgot who he was like multiple times it's That's really funny also That's if you funny. want to see a really adorable relationship uh mads and um his capybara friend oh sorry Hido kojima um it's very cute whatever they're doing death stranding like it was just i feel like i feel like Hido kojima just did death stranding video game so we can meet Guillermo del toro uh <laughs> Norbert Rita said, Mads Mikkel said, and they are just so adorable together. It is so fucking cute. It is, it's almost as good as watching capybaras be friends with other animals. <laughs> I need to play more of that game. I hear that it's actually quite relaxing in the year of yeah, our, think, in the year of the plague. That we've you're mostly having. just walking around like it's, it's like a, it's like a walking, well, I want to say walking simulator. Mm. Well, you're you're delivering I, stuff. I want to. Um, yeah, but it's like it's like like the main gameplay is like is like organizing your 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 load, like your backpack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like what, it sounds like how the weight is sounds distributed. Relaxing. It's. I'm I'm waiting for untitled. I'm waiting for untitled capybara game where you just wander around the area and make friends with different people and animals. Oh my mm. god, that would be so good. Right? That would be great. You don't wait. Okay, that needs to. They need yeah, to be good night. A capybara. A capybara.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.